0: You're listening to a Mash Those Buttons podcast. Visit MashThoseButtons.com for a full podcast schedule.
1: Hello and welcome to the Torn and the Goblin, the Mash Those Buttons podcast about Warcraft story and lore. My name is Nick Zelenkevich and I'm Gragthar Thar, Torn Hunter on Skywall US.
2: And I'm Katie, Clanker Goblin Resto Shaman on Dalaran US.
1: And today's a very special episode uh, for a few reasons here. Um, one, uh, this is not our normal time to record. I don't think this episode is going up on our normal schedule. This is sort of an emergency podcast we called together because she did it. God
2: damn it, she, <laughs> she did, did it. it.
1: She did it. And we're going to talk about that in a moment. Um, but before we do, also, this is sort of the first part of like a two-part episode that we're going to have here uh, to celebrate episode number 50. Uh, and doing that, we have a ton of guests here to lament the fact that she did it with us uh, we have Cavo <laughs> so from Patch Day and from uh, the uh, the three goblins in a trench coat
3: yes Nick and I'm at the scene of the crime right now it is horrible out here ashes everywhere I cannot tell you what's going on it is ridiculous
4: yeah actually uh, did hi, it
3: by the way sorry <laughs>
1: <laughs> stay cool I'm sure it's probably warm over there
3: <laughs>
4: <laughs> Probably. A lose the lose the scarf dude you're indoors yeah.
3: it's fashion okay and it's also because i went to the overwatch league final but anyways go ahead nice nice
4: and then uh you also just heard aj also from patch day yes i'm the sidekick to the sexy beast of a man capo he pushes all the buttons what's up
1: <laughs> and then we also have from three goblins in a trench coat the third goblin gooch
5: hey what's up everybody i'm uh here to represent the uh sylvanas fan club tonight so let's uh let's get to
1: it
4: well, I, so, we, I am not responsible for what happens to you on this episode just saying
1: <laughs> so you're not like god
4: damn it she did it you're like
1: god damn it she did it nah
5: no i'm i'm, I'm not angry um I I I you know I don't know if you want to just dive right into Well no, that it, but... that wasn't
1: angry that was a celebratory goddamn. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. Like, I'm I oh, she
5: pulled it off. You know, I'm I'm happy with the uh, the current events. I'm not I'm not upset or anything. Uh I think I think things are going well for
1: us. <laughs> <laughs> you you do know what happens next week, right? No, I <laughs> I I'm, I'm,
5: I'm not in the beta so I have uh Oh, I mean well, other than what we know from the cinematic of course, but
1: yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, things 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 are things are looking up for the horde Let's just go with that. <laughs>
5: yeah. Well, I'm sure things are going to end well for us. Wait. <laughs>
1: yeah.
6: what could go Wait, on hold on. on. Wait, in Wait, all seriousness, what's just a... going
4: on next week? Wait, just just to iron out like what Gooch does and doesn't know in terms of spoilers, like do you actually know what happens next week?
5: Uh I'm is next week when they come to Undercity, right? Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. That, that's yeah. that's that's what I'm expecting oh okay, okay. so that like you generally didn't, I didn't know, know it was, like, wow. I, th-
3: I didn't know it was that quick I, all my right.
5: character at this moment is logged out on my Undercity plague bat on top of Undercity. i am ready ready to
4: surrender wow. sounds good wow.
1: <laughs> that's like that's there. the one thing i think that i found amusing in all of this is like all the alliance players and I, I i think some of the people on here who have night elf alts uh made sure to log them out in darnassus right before the event happened. And now everybody's going over to Undercity and I don't know, Katie, like you just raised your hand there. So you, I mean, talk about your experience, your last day in Darnassus as it was.
2: So I actually haven't played it on the Alliance side just because I don't want it to burn down because it was my very first character I ever created. And I still have her. Um, And she's my Alliance alt, my my double agent, if you will. But um, yeah, it's, (laughs) Like the nostalgia, like I go back to the Darnassus at least like once a year to, and I do this really silly thing where I go and I buy all the quest screens, and I'll put them on and I'll run around as a max level character and I look like a low level character and I merc stuff and people are like what? It's pretty funny to um, see. I almost, <laughs> wow. I
4: almost do something similar. Is that sad? <laughs>
6: like Maybe I, it's kind
2: of fun and it new players get really confused and I enjoy that to a certain horrible degree, um, but it's. I have a feeling it's going to be rather traumatic to watch Teldrassil burn, just because I remember being there in vanilla, and I'm like, oh, this, is, this is going to hit me right where it hurts. So I, I just haven't been able to bring myself to do it. I did it on the Horde side, so I have the flag bat. But
1: well, yeah. you you get both mounts you if do. you do it once. So when you okay. do log in on an Alliance character, you'll get the other mount. Oh,
2: that's I know, cool. No, but, but I haven't. I just haven't. I just can't. Well, so I just you haven't. Can't.
1: So you haven't done it on any Alliance character then? Not yet. Because the the storyline is very similar for the Horde and the Alliance leading up to the actual burning. And then once yes. you burn, you just talk to Tel- once you burn it, rather not once you burn, once you burn it, you talk to Sylvanas and that's kind of it. Um, there is a little bit more when you play the Alliance side. I don't know if you want us to spoil that for you here.
2: Um, I mean, but that's, why
1: didn't yeah. you do it?
2: Why, d- why, didn- why didn't I wh- do it?
4: Why didn't you do it? <laughs>
2: i went back in time right after i burned the tree as my horde character so i wasn't burnt anymore because i felt so bad about burning the tree
4: see i almost did the same thing but you know (laughs) so a
1: a, a quick question here other than gooch who has you know has his lighter out and and his sylvanas statue there and is you know all, all in on the horde what what race do you play gooch you're a goblin that's right Why i'm, am I I'm currently
5: yeah goblin
1: you're a goblin that's right you're it's not i was like are you a forsaken it's not two goblins that are forsaken and a trench coat oh, good yeah. job nick
3: <laughs> he's a gale but, goblin
1: so and 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 uh, so other than that like those the rest of us who play horde who is still conflicted by the events
4: 135 percent
1: Okay, so everybody
4: except I want to say for the record, I did not raise my hand.
1: I should I should technically raise my hand as far as being conflicted, but I mean I'm not. sure say forward. I'm not as conflicted today as I was yesterday, which I think makes me a bad person. It but, does.
5: Oh, totally. But that's fine. You're entitled to that. The spikes and skulls don't make us the baddies.
4: No, it's
1: it's it's, it's yo, know, it's not the spikes and the skulls. It's the burning.
3: It's the fact that we, we, it's, we
1: it's the murder of like 900 innocent
4: people. You know that little detail.
3: 982. <laughs> but,
4: yeah, so, see, that's a spoiler
1: run.
3: that I didn't want
1: to. I, I didn't know if we needed to to shield there, um, but uh, I don't know. Yeah, do, do, do you care, Katie, if we go on or go
2: for it? No, go you know, what, no.
1: I'm lo- I'm looking at your face. I'm like, you know, I'm not going to say anymore. It's I'm not going to say anymore. It's like she's getting shanked right slowly.
2: My heart hurts, but it's like I already know what happens, sort of. So I well, don't perceive that there's going to be any like earth shattering spoilers. Okay, fine. Side.
1: Okay, fine. Well, the, the last thing that they have you do is that you're you're in the tree. And as it's on fire, they're like save as many people as you can, and it gives you like three minutes to save 982 people.
4: <laughs> <laughs> on, my, on, on my best, I'm on my best run. I managed 45.
1: I I heard somebody got up to like 70, 80, but yeah, I didn't even know what I was doing. I got so lost, I accidentally took the portal down to Rutherin Village, and it was like you can't run away from this. You have to do
6: this. You have to do this. Wait, what?
4: You actually get yelled at, at for that. running away?
1: Yeah, cause, yeah, you get yelled at for running away. Because I, was, I was like, wait, am I in the tree? Where am I? Everything's burning. I don't know where I'm supposed to be. And I was like, oh, let me go into the tree. I'll go through the little, little por- oh, purple no. like circus so, tent. I had
6: no it?
5: idea that that that's how the alliance side played out. And honestly, uh, I, I'm never going to play. It, so I was eventually just going to watch it on YouTube or something. But on on Blizzard's side, like that's actually quite genius because I, I really feel like you know, based based off the backlash I've seen on like Reddit and Twitter and stuff like that, like. That might that single quest right there might be the driving force to most people's feelings regarding. I feel like the events, like you're frantically trying to save 982
1: mm-hmm.
4: Uh, mm-hmm. civilians. 981
1: would be absurd, and 983 <laughs> would be too many.
4: So it you gives have, that feeling of hopelessness. You must have 1400
1: yes.
3: 1486 Apexus crystals to exactly. collect. I mean, Hordeside, Shoot. we get three
5: or four quick. Quest, it's over in five minutes. The trees burnt. Let's go on with our next day.
4: Yeah, because you're monsters. That's why, but <laughs>
3: <laughs> says
5: the no, bifactional
3: but, player, yeah, dude. You're the like, monster. It,
4: it kills me because, like, all my, most of my friends and like, I my raid group is Horde and I play Blood Elf, which is probably among the lesser of the true Horde races. It's for the Transmogs. Okay, no race looks better in Transmog than Blood Elves, but, but you know, I play. Uh, Shut up! beta. <laughs> but like I, I played, I played Warcraft three. So like I love every race for its own reasons. Um, I always bleed blue for the Alliance, but I do like you know some of the old school Horde members. I don't hate the Horde. I just dislike some of the people who have been in charge recently. That's all.
1: And that's fundamentally, I think, the issue here is that Sylvanas as war chief has been controversial from day one, and. I know we on our podcast have taken a little flack because we've been fairly pro Sylvanas and fairly pro pro. Well, but I when mean, we have a horde bias, we openly admit that. And I mean, I went down swinging as far as a Sylvanas defender. I was like, I don't think I didn't I did not expect that she was going to be the one to do this. Not that I'm surprised, not that I didn't think she was capable of this, but I felt like the way Blizzard was sort of presenting this event, like, you know, talking about the the morally gray stuff and, and, and it, they made it seem like there was going to be more at play here than just, Oh no, Sylvanas lights the tree on fire. And no, it was that simple. At Occam's razor. I think we should, should realize like, yeah, you know, I mean, I got into a really like heated argument with somebody on, uh, on Reddit about whether or not Sylvanas was evil. And we went back and forth for a while. And then finally they were like, you're just blind. Like you don't see two plus two being four. And I'm like, it's not that at all. It's that she's very complex. And Yeah. This really, as somebody who, you know, I I felt like laid it out to defend her. I felt like let down in a way. And it's, and, and partially it's, I feel let down by Blizzard that like they, they made it seem like it would be something that it wasn't. But I also feel like legitimately like Sylvanas let me down. And but I feel like I let myself down for getting hoodwinked by Sylvanas, because like I said, this is not surprising for her. It didn't feel out of character for her to do this. It's just like, why did I expect better of her? You know, it's, it's one of those like almost like an abusive relationship kind of thing. Like, why did don't, I think this time would be different?
5: Don't don't lose those feelings, Nick. I promise you by the end of this expansion, the other three people
4: in this chat will be apologizing to us. See, like (laughs) one thing I will give in support of Sylvanas is that I feel like the whole I feel like the decision to burn the tree was kind of on a whim. Like it's pretty alluded to that she didn't come there to burn the tree. It was kind of like a on the moment decision there out of, you know, emotional reaction, I guess. But she's very calculated and precise and she knows, you know, nine steps ahead of her plan before she even comes close to doing it. So the fact that she just kind of said, oh, yeah, burn it. Nathaniel's like, wait, what? You know, that kind of shows, like, that wasn't the plan. So, like, I think it's slightly out of character for her to act kind of spontaneously like that, but it's evil, which suits her, so that works.
1: Well, I I do want to say, I think it was Friend of All Podcasts, Roe who was recently on Three Goblins in a Trenchcoat. Yeah. Great great interview, by the way, who pointed out on Twitter that it was awfully convenient that she had the catapults and trebuchets right there ready to start burning things. And I kind of wonder if this wasn't a situation where... (laughs) Yes, she knew the plan was to kill Malfurion and and, and to occupy the tree, but Sylvanas isn't the kind to, you know, like, like not make sure that her bases aren't covered. And she's like, well, if, if things go south, maybe we need to burn it. So let's bring let's bring some cans of gas just in case we need them. And it's one of those things where I wonder if like, well, if you've got the cans of gas, then it's like, you know, it's one of those things, you know, like don't, you know, like they say, like, don't, you know, like don't show a gun unless you're going to use it kind of thing. Like you don't. Like, once you realize, like, yeah, I've got that there, then it almost calls to you to use it. And she's like, well, I guess you know, maybe we will burn the tree. Like, it's a lot more easier to make that decision when you, you're kind of prepared for that eventuality, even if it's not that's not your primary intent. Not- and so I, I, I wonder if maybe that's kind of what happened. Like, she slid into it, but she let herself slide into
3: it. Not only that, um, but the range on those trebuchets.
2: I was gonna amazing. say that I was like, like, they they shoot all the way across the ocean. I'm like, dude, we can just like, like go historically half a zone away and be like, okay, we'll just hit Stormwind from here. Well, I mean,
4: historically, like, like, Trebuchets have what like half a mile is like their max range. That tree range. is
2: way farther. Than uh,
3: that. Yeah, way farther.
4: Yeah, uh,
2: way farther. You have to take. I mean, a we boat. can't
4: really talk about historically in a game about magic. I mean, yeah, I try. Yeah, I try to. Physics. I mean, in the words of but, Jeff Kaplan yeah. in the 2005 BlizzCon panel, in real life, there's not really dragons, guys. <laughs> So. Well,
5: and, and my response to, to the row thing is, is is basically what you said is, is is she's, um you know, a strategist. She's she has a she's always been had that kind of a mind. It's not a stupid idea to bring catapults along like, it, just because uh, she doesn't have to necessarily have the thought I'm going to burn this tree. Maybe I'm going to burn a village or maybe I'm going to like, burn something entirely out. El- it is different. a siege
4: after all. So exactly. It so it's
5: not it's not it's that's that doesn't hold water for me it's not weird that she would have brought catapults um it just ended up working out i guess in in that in that sense
1: the other part of it too is that i mean in the cinematic it happens boom 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 like she says burn the tree and then the tree's on fire two seconds later and i mean it could have been it could have been a few hours in that length of time i mean we don't really Uh, the fact
4: that it happened so matter-of-factly like i expect when we heard the burning of teldrassil i expected more of a lead-up and more drama it was just like Burn it. Now it's on fire. Now yeah, it's it just
3: turned into an afterthought rather than, like, the main focus of the, like, the whole story here.
4: It kind of devalued mean, it a little bit, in my opinion.
2: Yeah, I mean, to, honestly, to, uh, this is, again, like, it's a magical world, and I get that, but then me and my friend were discussing there's no way that living tree material could burn that quickly unless exactly. it's magically enhanced, which is possible, but, which would, again, there would be forethought there, right? Like, That's one of those things where I'm probably way overanalyzing it, but unless they had some way to burn the tree, because the tree isn't dead, the tree is alive, and living tree material does not burn easily, and so you need to bring something that burns easily, or like, you know, the goblins could have brought oil or something like that to pour on there, but even at that, it would take a lot to light that tree on fire, so that... Like, I don't know that they thought that through, but if you go that route, then you're like, well, maybe this was planned, or maybe it was one of those where Sylvanas is like, okay, if I can't have it, no one can have it.
4: Which, so. that's a point I'll get to later, but, yeah. This this feels like we're getting into, like, jet fuel can't
1: meet melt steel <laughs> no, beams. Totally
3: totally gonna say it. Say it. No, i was going to say No, I was, was going to say,
1: you <laughs> didn't see the jetliner come from behind?
5: <laughs> I was hoping somebody I'd like, to, wasn't
3: I'd like to point out, Retro drowning. Raven and Chad said Azerite, so that is also a yeah, point it, there.
5: Look. Yeah, I, I'm not. I don't. I, I don't disagree with the reasonings given. Um, you know, it's a. It's a. She explained it's a strategic move to take uh, Telstra. Still, it's a port. It's a major port. They're trying to basically t- take the whole continent. Um, I, I do understand the the lashing of uh, uh, the lashback about you know the killing of innocents and stuff like that. But she's trying to destroy hope and that gets the point across like it's it's her reasonings made sense to me whether or not people agree with them. And again, my response is that, you know, she's, she's a war general, even before she was, you know, undead, she, she led the, the high elves, right? She was the ranger general. Exactly. Yeah. So she, she read those. So she's always had that mindset. She's always thought in those terms. And I think this is exactly sticking with her character. It's just results that people, aren't happy with i think is is what's the
4: issue i mean i d- despite the shit that i will always talk on sylvanas i liked her in warcraft 3 all the way to wrath of the lich king she had a very well fleshed out story with a very clear reasonable believable purpose and then in cataclysm it just seemed like she just wanted everyone to be undead and miserable because that's what she was you know but yeah I, I get it she had a purpose she you know she had a goal in teldrassil but i just feel like she it was overkill you know which makes sense for her kind of because she doesn't really half at like because she'll plague a whole city she'll kill her own soldiers just to be raised as you know forsaken i guess burning a massive tree isn't like super far out of the realm of stuff for her to do but i
2: don't know like, tree, i man. still want Hold out hope because the one thing that I always kind of go back to, and I'm not sure if it's been fulfilled yet, is Vulgin, where Vol'jin's like, many will not understand the things you do, mm-hmm. but you're a war chief for a reason. I'm like, I don't know if that's like kind of like the Ratheon thing where like Ratheon's like, Yeah, the, the whole Legion prophecy. You like, okay, that's kind of been fulfilled, but where's Rathion? Kind of like, has volgen's prophecy been fulfilled? Like, does Sylvanas have more to do? Like, why is she the war chief? Like, she was Francis. important in
5: well (laughs) and she was important
2: in legion but i feel like there might be more to it like i don't
5: know and that that's actually uh, you know that though that line right there is actually what's kind of given me the most hope and and i'm more or less hanging on to that because he does say it many will be unhappy you know with with what happens and um if you read like the three sisters comic um you know uh uh, is it a who's the void I'm really yeah. bad at lore. I there apologize. does even doesn't even, doesn't the even void, know right? the Windrunners in, in, in the comic. <laughs> yeah, I know the important one. Um, so, the, but in the comic, I, you know, I, I was reading, and the Void is like scared of Sylvanas, right? And everyone's already kind of pinned that BFA is gonna end up around the old gods. So I really feel that they're building her up now. <laughs> building her up. They're building her up now as like this kind of like, you know, morally gray character. Right. And, at you know, everyone's going to hate her and um, they're going to dislike her choices. But I think that by the end of the expansion, she is going to be the key to saving all of Azeroth. Uh,
3: I always thought awesome, it was actually. Sylvanas was afraid of the void.
4: Well, the void um, in the three she sisters, is. Is comic. afraid of her in the three but sisters comic. Also- Go ahead, Kitty.
2: I was gonna say she also is she is afraid of the void because when she is brought into her true death, which is uh, revealed in her short story, the void is waiting for her. There is no like afterlife for her soul, and so she's like that's one of the reasons why she tries to find um, extra life for her people, like the Forsaken. That's her entire purpose. Mind. Yes, um, she wants a way to free her people of what she suspects will be there their final resting, which is going into the void and the void has claimed her soul. So it's like, if you kill yourself again, you're ours. And she's like, I don't want to die. Cause that's terrifying and nobody wants to go to the void. So well, I mean, how many people get a
4: fourth chance? Like she did. Let's be honest. She's died. And three That's actually times. a question I would like to
5: ask you guys. So if my theory does end up being correct and she ends up saving Azeroth by the end of the expansion or at least becoming like a, a key part of, of Azros uh, saving, would you guys? Are you guys so far into your negativity towards Sylvanas that there's no turning back, or is there a is there a possible redemption arc in your eyes?
3: No, I believe there's a redemption. I just think right now it's. Um, I always think back to what's not just what Christy said, but also what the um, rest of the writing team says. Taryn it's Gregory, yep. what Taryn Gregory and uh, even what Metzen said, yeah, uh, on Twitter is what you are seeing right now is meant to make you freak out right
2: it's like it's
3: meant it's meant to give scare tactics make meant to like start bringing tensions and stuff because before all this happened we're our, our biggest concern was wait we come from legion we're now going to battle for azeroth all of a sudden there's a conflict why and that and then all of a sudden this whole burning thing with sylvanas throwing the trebuchets and burning the tree Now you've got people talking. Now you got people conflicted. Now you got people saying, oh, I hate the Horde, or I hate the Alliance, and all this. There's your conflict. Now, what's going to happen next is the actual essence of everything. What's going to happen? How it's going to build itself out? How is it going to resolve itself? And also, how is... Do we see if Vol'jin's prophecy comes forward? Or do we see some other aspect at play
1: here. Well I don't think it's too much in spoilers to say that we're gonna learn more about Vol'jin in Battle for Azeroth and, and maybe get the opportunity to commune with uh commune with his opinions, I guess is probably the best way to put it.
4: Yeah without spoiling um, too much, yeah.
3: Yeah I'm
1: trying not to z- first, so how first about you? question they, first, que- first, said as first much question. though. please come yes.
3: First question. What yes. the hell are you thinking? No.
1: Yeah.
3: <laughs> no. <laughs> exactly, exactly.
1: But <laughs> I think that there's I think the problem is that, th- like this, like, as I said, for, for somebody who was ardently defending Sylvanas, like, no, she, not it's not, again, it wasn't so much that she wouldn't do that, but it just didn't seem like th- this was how it was going to go down. It just, it just like, it felt like a gut punch. And it took me, like, I'm glad we're recording this today and not yesterday, because yesterday I would have been way more riled up and agitated. Like I needed a good day to calm down and think about it and watch that cinematic over and over again, because that's cinematic just on a side point is amazing that there is it is so chock full of detail and, and callbacks and cross references with the Jaina cinematic that i think is gonna dovetail into the the uh, uh, the Ajara cinematic that we're gonna get that that i mean just the the mastery and craftsmanship of this of how they're telling the story like put aside how you feel about the burning of teldrassil like, because I, I think that's a, a huge issue too, is a lot of people are getting clouded by the fact that they're so distraught over what happened that they're they're like people are sitting there saying, like, oh, this is bad storytelling. And I'm like, No, no, it's not. No. This is masterful storytelling. The way that they've been weaving some of these details in and through and what they're doing with Sylvanas, I feel like I feel like, and I don't want to, I really don't want to get off topic here, but I didn't watch the last Jedi until like maybe a month ago. Uh. And after hearing all the shit about it and everybody crapping all over it and I, you know, I'd read about it. So I knew all the major plot details going into it. I just didn't know how they actually fit together. And so I'm watching it and I'm like, this isn't bad. Like I can get like why people are upset by certain events and the, the, the narrative, like the plot, like might be, you know, may, may not sit right with people, but how they constructed it and how they put it together and how it fits in with the other star Wars narratives. I thought it made perfect sense. And, and I think that's the problem is I think people are hating the events of the story, which they're supposed to, like Cavo said, like you're supposed to be freaked out right now, but they're missing like the fact that this is a, A very well told story and i think that come the end of the expansion assuming this all pays off and i have no reason to doubt that this will all pay off i think everybody's going to look back on this time and be like one we were worked up over nothing but two like like they you know like if they stick the landing everybody's like damn it they stuck the landing that's amazing and if they don't stick the landing then um well then we're going to look back on this and be like yeah we we were saying it was going to be warlords all over again and please don't make me um, regret my words (laughs)
3: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Turn back no. around, and, and Gucci's like, "I'm sorry to all of you. Uh, I didn't know she was gonna kill my goblin." Uh, Holy <laughs> shite!
1: That yeah. would be awesome if Sylvanas like gave like permanent like permadeath to all like the characters, and then we then we, that just sets up wow too. That's how they do wow it. too. Yeah,
5: I mean, honestly, based off the reaction that. that we've been kind of getting from the the community, I would feel like this is the reaction that you would get if she used the plague, right? If she did chemical warfare instead of just burning a single location, like that doesn't seem like just raising a single city in in a war doesn't seem that wild, but. If she were to bring out chemical warfare, which I know a lot of people are completely against, I think that would have warranted the mm-hmm. outrage that we're having right now. But it's, it seems a little bit strange that people are getting so worked up over the tree burning, I think. So, you Actually, know, that's what what if, a
2: really... Hold on, but, I'm sorry. I just On this point, that's really interesting that she didn't bring any plague to tell her so. That's
4: what I was just going to get to.
2: Yeah, like, I, I didn't even consider that, but that's their main weapon, usually, like, the Forsaken are like, all right, if we want to cause some conflict, here's a vat of plague. And, you mm-hmm. know, like you could just set it in a container in a room and everyone would freak out. And so that's interesting. Like maybe she because if she wanted to kill everyone in Teldrassil, she could have just plagued it. And then they would have been able to take over Teldrassil. It could have been Undercity 2.0. Like there'd be no way of recovering Teldrassil from the plague, but they chose to burn it.
4: Not much come back from that either, to be honest.
2: No, but, but that um, seems like an odd choice.
4: Like, yeah, I mean, I now that I think
2: about it, it, makes
1: sense. It makes sense only if you think about that she wanted the visual effect that you can plague yes. Teldrassil, and like a, cl- a cloud of green mist doesn't have the same effect as yeah. it
4: illuminating okay. the night sky. We've also had know. a lot
3: of too much green recently, too. So. That's true. But
2: I, mean, I wonder like, what the reaction
4: make, would be if she had plagued it, like well, would this, there like, be a it different would, reaction. It
2: would there? seep out into the waters around it, so it would kill. Like I actually think flagging it would be worse than burning it because I you would, would corrupt absolutely. all of the wildlife like, You would she doesn't completely care. go against everything the night elves are for she doesn't
4: care <laughs> yeah. well i mean
2: well, but yeah, but I feel like she
1: does she does have to worry though about the the other non or the other living same. races that she's in responsible no, she for well she, she no she does She'll raise, the she raise she she
4: forsaken that's all she cares about i think about. she no. truly
5: like cares about the horde as a whole and i think, I think that
3: because know. of that
5: she yeah, wouldn't okay. want
3: i don't agree with that no yeah I,
4: i'm dude I, okay i know wait for, for the f- battle for water i'm not gonna spoil anything but i think your opinion might change next week i'm just gonna put that out there. No, but there's, you're, you're there's going a, off of
5: the
1: spoilers from beta which can change no, no, and no, 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 you don't know no, the end not, not even that i I know what you're referring to and there's a difference between between what she does in a battle versus creating an ecological disaster off the coast where like, like on that, your like, continent it, it, on your continent, because True, now, like you, presumably, like you need the orcs and the torn and the goblins to have clean water. That, like, you know, it'd be like the equivalent of like using like a nuclear bomb to blow up that, and then now you've got to deal with the fallout from that. And technically, yes, she may be immune to it; her people may be immune to it. But she's, you know, un- unless right. she's at the point where she wants to just blight the entire continent of Kalimdor, which is entirely within her possibility, and that might be kind of what the void is warning. Like that's where she's I headed with it. this, and maybe that's where she's going, but. But unless she's willing to actually have to sit there with the, you know, everybody else that was at that banquet uh, at the feast there and kind of be like, well, I'm just going to kill you all now. And, and we're going to blight it like
6: that's she's a, a strategist step too
5: far. she that would weaken her position far too much. it, it just it, it wouldn't be something that she would do that having getting rid of the other races on the horde side would only weaken her and it just lead to her demise quicker. So I think having the other races around, she sees it as beneficial, whether or not she likes them necessarily. You know, she can raise them as forsaken who are more
4: obedient to her. You know that would actually strengthen her she because then no I, one would I, give yeah. her any lip.
5: Can forsaken are only the humans, though? I thought, right?
4: No, she can. Yeah. She can raise any corpses she wants. You know, I would love to see that. But, you'll but see a later date.
1: Well, see yeah, that's you know we'll we'll have this chat next week <laughs> because yeah 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 no I know what you're talking about and and it's not I I would not consider what she does to be creating more forsaken but we'll have this chat next week so.
3: Um, uh, there were a few parts in like the actual quest line though for hordes well, well not just for horde but on alliance side but primarily the horde side that i saw just a couple things that like bugged me from from the perspective aesthetically first things first who the hell gives an orc a sword to fight with
4: yeah that kind of broke yeah. my immersion. why was I? there
3: not an axe why, why do they not have axes why did they have sarfang sarfang had an axe so and why didn't, didn't the it? why didn't the orcs have them
1: well, who's who's gonna take Sorfine's axe from him? I'm not
2: gonna take it from him. <laughs> Arcanine <laughs> Reaper.
4: Oh, oh, yeah. But, but I mean,
2: like
3: you. I mean, like first off, it's more symbolic, horde wise, with an axe. Second, don't orcs get proficiency bonus with axes?
4: Yeah, or stat they, bonuses? They, to, yeah. they got rid of that, didn't they? Increased they? weapon. Inc- well, I mean, Did they get rid of it. Well, weapon skills have been gone since. Oh, right maybe there's like plus crit with
1: axes
3: i don't know
4: okay maybe it's like plus one percent classically damage.
3: speaking they fight better with castor. axes so <laughs> immersion immersion but,
4: yeah yeah that annoyed me too like um maybe
1: swords take less metal to forge so it's quicker to make more swords
3: eh,
1: yeah
6: could
4: be but uh back to gucci's original question um that i i never answered uh, is there like yes. a hope of redemption for sylvanas I kinda if that happens, it'll be not the same, but it'll semi hearken to Grom and Warlords. We're like, he's he's the bad guy, we're fighting him. He says he'll like carve us to pieces or whatever. And then like LOL, he's on our team now for Jranor or Jranor is free. You know what I mean? I feel like if that was to happen with Sylvanas, then that would kind of happen. Like she's doing all this horrible shit, like, oh, LOL, it was all right. It's kind of like with Illidan. Granted, Illidan's story wasn't told beautifully in Burning Crusade. But he was doing a lot of bad stuff. We killed him. And now the Prime Naur is like, oh, you shouldn't have killed him. That was naughty. He was doing the right thing. I don't want that to happen again. I feel like it'll be kind of a little bit repetitive, a little bit weak. Blizzard can do better than that. I know they can. They have amazing writers on their team. But yeah. Well, Well, that's what concerns
1: me is that, I mean, I was one of the people saying she's not Garrosh 2.0. She's not Garrosh 2.0. And I wouldn't say that she she's she is Garage 2.0, but she's very close to that. And you can argue about magnitude about which one was worse, but you know, but she's in the same sort of vector as, as Garrosh was. And I worry that, like, one of the things, like, was, is, is sometimes as an artist you make a piece of art and you're like, yeah, I didn't quite get this perfectly. Let me redo it, but I'm going to do it better this time. And I'm worried that they're looking back at like Mist and they're like you know, Mist was really good, but we didn't quite nail the Garrosh plot the way we wanted to. So. Let's just run that back and do it again. But this time we'll do it with Sylvanas and this time we'll get it right. I hope to God. We didn't do the redemption of Grom. We didn't do the redemption of Grom properly. We really rushed that in that, in in that raid. So if we're going to like do a proper redemption story, let's do that again. Let's do that right. Like I hope because there's, because it's, it's they're rehashing. I think that's the big concern I have about this is like, not just like a member of the horde, but as a blizzard fan, but very specifically as a member of the horde that, like Garrosh felt like a like a dark time for the horde that we had to get through, and we got through that. And now to be going back into something like that again, for, for whatever reason, it's like I don't like I I just I still feel like we just got over hating our war chief. I don't want to be stuck to have to hate and question the war chief again. Like, you know, like why couldn't we have had Vol'jin for like another year or <laughs> two like. until until the end of time? That would have been nice. Right. It's Not not the end of time. Like I I understand the value in having an aggressive war chief and I get how in a game where you have two factions that are innately pitted against each other, how having, you know, like setting up that aggression and conflict makes sense. Like I understand why they would want somebody like Sylvanas in charge, but there's a way to do it where you don't, you don't kind of have to, you know, like, like kind of like You know, like when you're talking to somebody, you're like, "Are you horde?" And you kind of have to like look away and be like, "Yeah, I'm Mm. horde." Yeah, like you know, you you wanna you wanna be proud. I know, yeah, Gooch is shaking his head, but (laughs) yeah, but 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 that's the thing though is like, and maybe that's something that they can do is if they just want to make the horde be flat out evil, like just go ahead, you know, set up the horde. You know, you have character. The other problem too is that you have characters like Bane and Sorfang, and. You know, like characters who are noble and sort of express, you know, sort of good intentions, get them out of there. Like, let Bane go, like, let Bane go join the Alliance. Like Sylvanas even kind of said, like, just go do that already. You know, like, yeah. if you want to have called him a like, Sylvanas as a, a, you know, like a, a more, you know, dark character, morally gray, whatever you want to call her in charge. Just let the Horde go out and be all evil. And then, Gooch, you can stay there and revel in it. And you know what? I'll probably even stick around and I'll be like, hey, at least I know what I'm doing. But it's it's difficult to kind of be like, you know, to have a certain view of your character. Like, well, my character is not that evil. And then be like, oh, no, but the Horde actually is kind of dragging my character, making them more evil. Like, let me choose which faction I want to go on, how good or evil I want to be. I mean, I know as much as this is an MMORPG, the RP part is very flimsy in the context of what they let us do. Mm-hmm and because storytelling
4: you know you can only have much exactly and storytelling
3: not not to mention that i it wasn't the developers that say it's supposed to be each side's not good not evil on both sides
4: benevolent it's
3: not like it's not like in star wars old republic oh god i'm saying it um where you have jedi and sith you could literally play as the bad guys clearly sith was the evil side but here it's not that simple because everyone i I, i've had a couple people i've talked to who straight up say no horde is definitely the bad guys like really i'm sorry which side of the faction um brought brought out the lich king
4: oh we could do this all day
3: (laughs) (laughs) so just saying that but at the same time who started this current horde that's going on that's thrall did he, was he raised with the original orcs? No, he was raised in an alliance camp or something like that. I don't
4: yeah, know. It's been, he, it's he been was, a long was,
3: time since I read the book.
4: He was raised by humans, and then um, when he, he escaped, yes, he yeah, was. Yeah, and he
3: escaped, and then he served the horde. And my aspect on it is, I, yeah, I mean, yeah, horde's done terrible things. I get that, and I mean, dropping a mana bomb on Theramore was not a good call, in no. my opinion. But um, that doesn't mean all of us are bad. Having said that in the same aspect, that doesn't mean all of the Alliance people are good either. So uh, it's, there's supposed to be, but right now how it's looking to me, and this is my honest opinion on it. It's literally set up right now as Horde is bad guys.
1: Yeah. At least that's their first the story glance.
4: telling. Right. Well, right. I think uh, it's that's set up as Sylvanas is the bad guy and the Horde follows either because they want to, or because they have to. You know, either or. I feel as though if Fang was in charge. Uh, this stuff wouldn't have happened. But right. Many will not understand you guys, <laughs> and that's
3: why I'm still
5: okay. holding. Many the will hold not understand
4: out. the importance of fan service. No,
3: but, <laughs> but it's still. I mean, like we had the discussion between Goosh, Katie and me a couple like yesterday. It's like I'm not like angrily mad where I'm going to say f this or f this shit. I'm out. I'm not going to do that. That's not how I'm looking at it. My thing is is I I have the right to be upset right now about it. That's all. I'm not saying I'm gonna like give up entirely on it. I'm not giving up because I still love the freaking game. I played it for ten years.
5: So I mean, I've even seen people on Twitter and Reddit that have actually already paid for faction changes. Like Yeah. This well, the, I, literally the expansion hasn't even started yet. It's pretty people funny. like Fuck it, i'm done that's pretty funny
1: but see but again that's where the sort of that limited rp scope comes into play i think like if i'm if i'm the champion of the horde who you know has done all these things that you know the warchief knows me by name even if she calls me champion exclusively (laughs) that like if i'm like that upset with what happened here there's no reason why i can't just pick up my bow and just you know take my my griffin over to stormwind and you know show up with a white flag and be like you know you know like, let me speak to somebody here. I want to defect. Like, I'm sure that if I'm as w- renowned with the horde that the, the alliance would be like, hey, if this guy wants to defect, let's talk to him. And we don't have that option as a character. I think somebody even pointed out, like, just to, to you know, because ostensibly we're standing there as Sylvanas makes this decision. And, okay, fine. You know, like, N- N- Nathanos, even he, like, was it, she had to yell burn it twice at him yeah. to get him moving because, like, he wasn't expecting her to do this. Right. That you know, like there was no pushback. We didn't have the option for pushback here Mm -hmm. that, I mean, maybe we could have, you know, you know, sure. It would have been a little bit convoluted to give us some kind of dialogue and an argument with her, but give us something so that we don't feel like we just stood there, like twiddling our thumbs. Like what what were we doing ostensibly during that cinematic? We're watching it. We're watching what happens happen yet. we, We took no agency in that. And I think that's, that's what hurts. That's where you, you know, it's one of those things where, like this is a game where the story is on rails and we just kind of go along for the ride and we don't like to feel like it is. And we like to pretend that we have, you know, our characters are actually active and involved and and can change things, but we can't. And when stuff like this happens, it's like, you you know, you're in that roller coaster and you're just banging against the side of it because you banked a hard left and you feel it and it's not a good feeling. And that's, I think that's the problem is, is if we had some way to at least visibly resist this i know one of the things lore wise druids are all down in silithus dealing with the wound down there which is why there's no druids that you're you bring along with you unless you're the player character who presumably is the arch druid who just completed the you know the their order hall campaign in in legion the arch druid went along and did exactly what Sylvanas asked and went along and was complicit in the burning. Yeah. And I see a ton of druids complaining that this was very uncomfortable. They didn't like this at all. And I almost wonder if blizzard couldn't have given druids an option. Like, Hey, here's some other quests you can do down in sell this. And you just missed the whole thing, <laughs> which in a way would be terrible because it's like, they'd be like, Oh, well, you know, why did I, why didn't I get to play that? Why wasn't I there? But on the other hand, it's like you were there now and you're not happy they should have sent you away like give some of the horde characters an excuse to get away from there cuz
3: that's what that's why yeah, i say anything lore, that's why i say anything i play on my character i make sure my tier piece is not in character
5: TRP <laughs> not let me good. propose in another question for again i'm i'm not much of a role player i know uh, a few of you are a lot more so than i am the your resistance to what happens everything how you feel like you know you want a different your the choice for your character to choose differently do you feel do you think that possibly that that's you nick katie cavo having those feelings and not so much your your character which is born and raised in the horde presumably has lived their whole life in the horde You know, I I would I would think that someone who like lived their whole life within the horde would have a little bit more pride. Now, granted, there's a lot of negative things going on, but I also feel like there's possible the possibility that people are um, projecting themselves a little too much onto their characters. Is that is that too much?
4: uh being like a role i, I get what you're saying totally that's very intriguing uh perspective but the way i see it is being a role-playing game you are your character is just an in-game portrayal of you and like when you sure, when yeah. you type up a trp you could either like, you could be out of your own personal character like you might not line up with what your total role play thing says but like for a lot of people myself included like my character wouldn't be okay with the same things i wouldn't be okay with but i know not everyone has that alignment
6: Uh, because i mean i I come up
4: with a little character bio and i generally
5: you know i've played DD, i've done role playing i'm i'm not as consistent as you guys are but when i make characters for me personally i generally try to make characters that are opposite or are different from myself i like playing something different so while i personally would be appalled i i hate war i do not like any of that stuff i would be appalled that at what happened at teldrassil Goochwick's my character. I feel has a very goblin response to it, and it's just like is that- I'm making money. It sucks for them, you know. And 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 that for me, it, it, it's like I look at it from his point of view. So it's not. It doesn't bother me as much. But again, me personally, I I am you know, it's something that would really offend me, and I wouldn't like it at all.
3: Well, and my my outlook on it is, I mean, personally myself, not Icely, I'm not faction changing. I'm sticking my guns with Horde. All right, I might want to check out the Alliance story in BFA because it's two different continents now. But I see Lee. My Goblin's not there. He got injured in a bounty, so he's he's <laughs> not character. he's not he's <laughs> not burning he's not burning down a tree. Um, but also his he's not really grown up as a Horde soldier or an Alliance soldier. He was in a secret society for like three years as an assassin brainwashed and stuff. So he doesn't, it all depends on how you play your character. Like you said, how you, what your backstory is and also what drives them. Now you can still portray your own personalities in a character. I mean, you can definitely see it in my character and me, except for the height. That's <laughs> he's only three. He's only three feet tall, but it's, I mean, like you get, there's always also separation of, of like you know, uh, the other thing was like I see is not i r l and all that, mm-hmm. so, yes, I still bleed red, I literally and figuratively, <laughs> and I still see myself as horde because my personal preference, I'd rather play with orcs than humans, so orcs are cool that's no offense to anyone who's alliance to who play I mean
4: like human. humans are generic, Sorry. you know, like they're relatable, which is cool, but they're generic, which is meh. you know, orcs are really cool, especially play Warcraft three, you get such a Big love for the Orcs, so I get that. Um, but for me, like I have so many alts, it doesn't matter where I declare my allegiance. So, like, I my main is my Blood Elf Warlock, but I can log on to my Human Paladin or my Night Elf Druid, and like, you know, I can do stuff there. Yeah, yeah. Katie, what's your thoughts on the uh, role playing stuff?
2: Well, as someone that has over, I think I have fifteen goblins uh, and then a smattering of other races. <laughs> um i have the entire gambit of characters that are similar to me and would feel like you know you know feel horrified by this like my priest uh who you know i i just boosted like my priest would be absolutely terrified you like this this is the worst like you know i met night elves in the priest hall i saw that art cool. piece thank you um yes it was it went viral on twitter which was not viral but like for me it was like 100 likes and i was like oh my god this is my most liked yeah. tweet ever. <laughs> um but like you know he'd be horrified but I also have a goblin complete opposite side of the spectrum who's like yeah burn it like f the night elves like I don't care like he's very violent and that character is very difficult for me to role play because he's so different from me but by having all those perspectives it's like okay everyone feels differently about this so is it like where should I fall and I'm like well I know where I fall I'm like oh the tree is on fire but you know one or two of my goblins like all right get out the sticks and get out the marshmallows like we're gonna the have myself some
3: S'mores, you all
2: exactly like wipe
5: the tears off and get up get back to work <laughs> get uh-huh.
2: back to work. Yeah, yeah don't
3: cry there buddy just have some of this azurite. you'll feel what? really good,
2: <laughs> yeah, really good. <laughs> you I and just i put both put it on a s'more <laughs> you
4: and i both know katie you and i were both crying inside I, I, I made like, on
2: the inside and the outside. <laughs> I, made,
4: I made a 15-minute video of me literally just flying around Teldrassil. I just named it like remembering Teldrassil. Like I just turned up the music in the ambience and just flew around and I cried.
3: I yeah. one of my most enjoyable moments yesterday when I was still in my anger state um was watching people's reactions to it online. Like Panzer's reaction, Noble's reaction, um, AJ's reaction, um, and like a whole bunch of people, like, you know initial reaction obviously initially you're going to feel a lot stronger than you do after 10 minutes and having a shot or something i don't know mm-hmm. but um i mean if 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 blizzard's aim was to make a shock ripple throughout the entire like community what no matter what faction you're on so
4: far they're doing a really good job of it they did no standing job and like i think that's exactly that's what that was their plan yeah you know i think so Is like when's the last time the community as a whole was discussing and debating story elements of wow to this level? The community is a buzz right now. It's great. Mm -hmm. Like stuff in Legion made people talk, but it became pretty forgettable. This is going to be a sticking point and talking point for a while, you know, which I think is really, really cool.
3: Not to mention, I I saw somewhere tied back to the Jaina book where um, Jaina said something about like trying to blow up the Horden said a line where i think she says like when are they going to like blow up stormwind when are they going to burn the next world tree or something
1: yeah. Else. yeah from from tides of war she said something like what 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 will you do when they come for teldrassil what you know what are you going to do when they burn the world tree and that yeah,
4: you to try to be peaceful I mean, then. but
1: that, that's one of those things that maybe they had the Dreadlord. idea this was going to happen or not
4: kidding i'm kidding no. i'm kidding no. i'm kidding, no. I'm kidding. <laughs> lord help me i'm kidding <laughs> <laughs> yeah
1: no, I mean, I mean, this is something that supposedly Blizzard has had. What is it? Since before Mist, they had like the next six expansions planned out. Mm-hmm. So presumably, that this is something that they knew. Maybe they didn't know exactly when that they were going to do this, but at some point they're like, hey, we'll we'll burn Teldrassil or or something here," um, and and so uh, yeah, this, that that could have been either. I mean, by the same token. That just seems like the logical thing for Jaina to say. If you're just looking at the continent, like, oh, they just went for Theramore. When are they going to go for Teldrassil next? Like, it logically, it lines up and it works out very well as a piece of foreshadowing. And it but, happened. Um, it could have yeah, been just fortuitous writing.
5: I need a little bit of clarification. So um, I didn't play in, in miss whenever the whole Theramore thing went on. I didn't, I didn't have to deal with Garrosh, so that might also help with my insensitivity uh, to the current events. But isn't Theramore, like, just some like uh, a single person's like house, like her castle is, it's or a, is it, it's a, city. It a city? It a city, it's
4: a was it, it an actual the city? city? Okay, it's a port city. Um, back after um, the battle, the original battle from Mount Hyjal, where we uh, kicked Archimond out, Jaina and the orcs and the night elves allied. Af- after that, um, the orcs went their separate ways in Duratar and Jaina founded the um, like island port city of Theramore, and that was her establishment. Uh, in Warcraft Three, her father from Kal'Thas came back, and he. Uh, took it over and wanted to annihilate the horde. The horde invaded Theramore, killed you know Admiral Proudmore, and then since then Jaina's just kind of been you know living happy there, peaceful with the orcs somewhat. And then Garrosh dropped a mana bomb on in mists,
5: so which hey. uh, I remember from your video, the the kind of the background on her, which I didn't. I learned a lot about Jaina from that video. Which video? The one where you th- you were talking about. Um, sylvanas being evil and Jaina and stuff
4: like that wait which video was that? wait first of all you watch my videos holy shit thanks uh second <laughs> yeah,
5: dude, wait, wait, you,
4: you put them on you put them on uh twitter i'll watch them yeah uh, was that the one where i was talking about the Jaina harbor a Har- warbringer yeah
5: uh-huh. yeah oh, yeah that's cool, you kind of gave her backstory and such and given and giving your comments on her. it was a good video
4: mm-hmm. but yeah that's the that's the story of uh of theramore and it's in a time pocket as well so you could see the previous version or the blown smithereens version but who would want to do that
3: also another pointer is like as soon as the tree's burnt you see that little that speech bubble on the map i'm like there's already a bronze drake here what the hell
4: right for questing purposes (laughs) again
3: so
1: sylvanas didn't just bring the fire she brought the bronze drake knowing she would need that
3: guys like I'm gonna just co- like, you guys might want to get I'm over here i'm just letting you this. know right now uh, gonna shit's gonna hit the fan um i brought catapults and <sighs> i don't know how secure i am I, I if a night elf says anything to me i might yeah. snap <laughs> just so, just just so, there so just be ready are so many ready okay bye
1: you know they did say that uh dragons would be more prominent in the next expansion, so maybe it's, this is the whole bronze dragonflight's doing. They went back in time, they weakened the tree, they 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 made sure it was all dry and wilted so that yeah. this way it would catch fire quicker.
3: It's just they, cr- it's just Chromie coming doing. up, giving the bird to everybody. I, mean,
4: I feel like we dealt That's with Chrome's the dreadlord. I,
2: I, <laughs> yeah, well she's
4: a gnome, so therefore she's evil. But I thought we yeah. dealt with like the bronze and infinite dragonflight enough times. Like the infinite dragonflight, like they mm-hmm. had uh, they sort of appeared in tbc kind of they appeared a bit in wrath and then they were a big deal in catacombs. kind coming of back i thought i thought we dealt with
1: having an evil war chief enough times so
5: yeah well yeah i mean that's that's <laughs> i would like to see this the script flipped and have um Anduin go evil next expansion yeah i'd like oh, to Shadow see Freeze. some
3: sketchy shit going down on the lion side
5: too but I'm, or like you know you can see gray going ham just oh definitely definitely
3: yeah
4: well i mean i feel like he's got a I feel like he's one of those characters who has more of a reason. Like, as much as I despise Sylvanas, she's got some reason from her perspective to do what she does. You know, I can give her that. You know, same thing with Gen and Jaina. As much as people hate those characters, they've still got some reason for the very questionable things that they do. You know, Gen's got a history. Like, I was not going to spoil anything, but like, like, he, if he lashes out and goes crazy, I'm surprised he hasn't done that already. I'm surprised he didn't actually kill Sylvanas and Stormheim. I mean, we the the fan base would have gone nuts and it would have kind of ended the story too soon. But like from a character perspective, I'm surprised he didn't do that. You know what I mean? Like he could have.
3: I actually thought it was more. He's I thought it was more like poetic justice towards her, though, too.
4: Yeah. Like Like, now you have to exist for a while knowing that, yeah, you can't have your happy angel lady and, you know, make more forsaken.
3: Right. Or the way you thought you were going to do. It's like you you took away my uh, lineage. Now I'm taking away yours.
4: Yeah. Kind of, you know which oof, I felt feels man. lines tacked first, well,
1: but you know, they, they do this thing though. And I think they might be doing it with Gen as well, where in the game, like, you know, like with Jaina, it's like, it's not like they blew up Theramore and then she immediately got to the point where she's, you know, telling Varian to dismantle the horde. Like she went, yes, she went and then she immediately tried to, to flood Orgrimmar, but then she got reined back in and then she, you know, she went and she led the Kirin Tor, and then she had the uh, the Divine Bell smuggled through there. And that's really when she kind of lost it and was, was you know, much more antagonistic towards the Horde. And I think with Gan, it was the same thing where we saw him, you know, he was very, you know, antagonistic towards Sylvanas. And, you know, they had that conflict in Stormheim. And then we see in the book, as he's working with Anduin and he's working with Kalia, that he kind of gets reined in a little bit at the end there that that anduin seems to have kind of you know we thought that gen would have like a, a you know make anduin more hostile and be like lead you know gen would be the one kind of urging him to attack lordaeron and then at the end of the book there and you know he's kind of calmed down a little bit i want to make a joke like he anduin's got him on a leash or something
6: <laughs> but, um <laughs> uh, no
1: but he now was a good
4: boy here he hey boy, hey boy he, he, exactly <laughs>
1: But but oh you know, no, there's st- something there's something that happens though at the end of uh, of Teldrassil with a certain character, and I'm being vague for Katie's benefit yes, here. Yes, I was too. That makes me wonder. Like, are they doing the same thing with Gen? Where they're you know they're kind of like oh they're 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 teasing you a little bit like oh they're gonna push him up now they're gonna bring him back up they're gonna push him they're gonna bring him back and then maybe this or maybe whatever happens after this is gonna be the thing that pushes him over into just full-on rage and that he and Jaina are just gonna team up and just be like team no horde and just go you know just just rampaging across the northern eastern kingdoms and calendar and wherever they need to to root them out because they're just super wants that to happen
4: like as much as I don't for the sake of certain characters like a small part of me wants to see someone finally go ham, like because how long has it been like building up and like hinting to and alluding to who actually who's actually really like uh, uh, until Sylvanas, just now with Teldrassil, like when's anyone really gone ham? You haven't seen it. Eh, mm, Dalaran. I, not gonna. That's okay. Yeah, she killed some blood elf civilians who resisted the rest. She arrest, went
3: crazy. But, like, that's in not Dalaran. burning.
4: But that's not burning the world tree and killing 900 people like she she went a little cuckoo, but it's still you don't often see that's it.
2: It's more than cuckoo on the Horde side, but
4: right. Yeah, she definitely. Yeah. And that's the thing with um a lot of characters have been yo-yoing like with Jaina, um, the mana bomb. Like Nick said, she got rained back and then the Divine Bell thing happened like she was back and forth so long. And even after all that, during Garrosh's trial, even she says she's like the Horde is not Garrosh. You know, so she's always kind of come back a little bit. And like even Gen has kind of been able to heal boy for a little bit when like even in Legion for the dog whistle. I, I, I had to <laughs> um, like even he was willing, even though he was on like walking on eggshells, he was still willing to cooperate with the Horde on the invasion of the Broken Shore. But, you know, the Horde saying the retreat was all the reason he needed to say, oh, I knew we couldn't trust them. And then he was full on offensive again. You know, with Jaina, everyone's been like, when's she finally going to just do something redonkulous? And like Warlord, she did pretty much nothing. Legion, she went away pissed. And then we got that beautiful Warbringers where she's I mean, like, she's got a massive ship and a sea shanty in her name. When is she going to fuck shit up? That's what I want to know. She's,
1: but the way that ended, you know, she's going you know to, she's gonna. I mean, that oh, when's it going to happen? You know, that's the, that's the one thing too, that I'm a little bit jealous of is that if I was, if, if I was an Alliance player and I'm watching that Jaina cinematic at the end of that i'm like yeah you know i'm ready to get on jaina's ship and i'm ready to stand right behind her like you know beware of her beware of me too i mean beware of her more she's more powerful but beware of me too <laughs> but like you know and but here it's like then you get to the the the, the sylvana cinematic and i was kind of hoping for something too where at the end of this i'd you know be willing to pick up the horde banner and run with it and it's it kind of it i mean and, and obviously i don't think that was the intent i don't think any horde players were supposed to be like, yeah. Burn tree, I mean that shit. <laughs> but I got some
4: salty comments on that video. But yeah, a lot of people were that way.
1: Yeah, and it's it's just you know, I I was hoping, and I'm, I'm jealous that like the alliance kind of got their little rah rah moment, and the horde was like, no, you sit in the corner and you think about what you did.
4: <laughs> <laughs> that's what that's how she addressed Saurfang pretty much when he was all like, oh, a dishonorable blow, which I, I'll get into that in a minute if if you're okay with that. But like, I like how she kind of when he you know, kind of backed away from it. Like she didn't just kill Malfurion like she very well could have. She was like, no, you sit there and you think about it. And then you finally stop being a wuss and do it. You know, that like that perfectly encapsulates what you just said. You think about what you've done, but can I take like 90 seconds just to talk about that little, like Malfurion, Sylvanas, Saurfang thing. Go right ahead. That's, that's part of all this. Okay. The, in my humble, humble opinion, it's conflicted. as Saurfang has been about loyalty versus honor. What he did there was very out of character. Mm-hmm. Like he's got honor to the war chief because you know that's the whore. but he has openly stated you know it's loyalty to the horde, not always its war chief. And in a, in a certain time later, he does mention you know pray that you never have to choose between loyalty and honor. And that moment there perfectly represents loyalty helping out Sylvanas immediately regretting it. Honor it comes back in the check. But I, still, despite that conflict, I really don't feel like Saurfang would have even done that. I feel like that was really out of character. And my, uh, I'm trying to put aside my Sylvanas hate, but I can't. And my Sylvanas hate just says that was just a way for Sylvanas to come out on top of that situation. Because no way in hell would Sylvanas have beat Malfurion. Let's be real. So, discuss.
1: See, I'll, I'll give, I'll give you that. But I think the one thing I want to say is that. It's one of those things where he had to make a split second decision, and I don't think he's necessarily thinking like, "Oh, if I do this, then she's going to go burn the tree." I, I mean, he clearly was at least understanding of the plan, like we're going to go and we're going to occupy, and we'll be like noble occupiers, I guess, in that regard. So at that point, he had no reason to turn on the war chief and question her motives. I think now, if if that had happened after she lit the tree on fire, I think then he may, you know, he he doesn't throw he would the. Have been axe. like
4: saw you, but I think
1: at that point. <laughs> It was a, oh, the war chief's in trouble, just instinctual throw. He's not going to have time for like an emotional debate in his head there. It's just the warrior instincts kick in, just do what you need to do. And then later on be like, oh, I I just feel
4: like his honor, his honorable instincts would have been more ingrained because he's such an old grizzled war veteran. He's been preaching honor for so long. I feel like that would have been just as ingrained in his head to like, let a respectable 1v1 be a 1v1. Don't be a thrall and cheat, you know?
1: I think honor it's it's honor versus muscle memory I think I True, mean you get in yeah. there he may even be he may even be like no, like as he's throwing the axe, like realizing he's already made the mistake but um i i would i would I hope
3: I don't think he should have said the line where it's like a dishonorable blow. I regret it I'm like, oh come
4: it on. It, it seemed very cop it's don't it's it seemed like that. a massive cop out in my opinion. Uh, just to have Sylvans come on, on top of Malfurion. Could have
3: just thrown it and just left that line out. I'd have been fine with it. But then he had to say, I, I regret it.
4: <sighs> and then, like, after that, like, what are the writers? Like, I don't want, I don't like attacking the writers, but I do question, you know, them sometimes. What are they doing with Tyrande and Malfurion? Like, it, like, I they have no idea done. what they're like, doing with Tironda. Like, I, I, I don't, I, as much as I don't like going back to Warcraft 3 because that was, you know, 15 years ago, it's still a very important foundation. They were badasses in Warcraft 3. And now it's like, oh, my love. Oh, hello, my love. You know, I need you, my love. Even though that was Xavius. To run Xavius. Taranda. I
3: still need you right but now. But like,
4: why is like, Legion and now, why is there, how come whenever they enter the screen, it's two amazing characters, why do I instantly get angry that they're there? Like, th- that's like. I mean,
2: they're really the only couple we have that we get to see on screen together. Like, N- Nathanos sort of, in Sylvanas. Oh,
4: he's friend zoned hard.
2: He's friend zoned. Exactly. But that's Very the thing. It's like,
5: no way. She's playing hard to get. No. So she's, she, she's keeping him stringing
4: along, so oh, he'll man. be. She's keeping him thinking that there might possibly be a chance, just to keep him low, because she's an evil puppet master. That's what she does. I don't
3: even want to think about those two at all. So the
1: let's
2: just move hunter on from is that nothing without conversation. the
4: conversation. <laughs> Wouldn't the friction be bad with the dead
1: skin?
2: Oh my like, gosh, you guys! Just, I undead, wasn't expecting, that, flush, from so I was expecting that from Nick. I was expecting
1: that
4: from Kavo.
3: Anyway,
2: Just start their own fire.
3: Okay. Uh, I could say I could <laughs> say a bunch of things, but I do not want to. Uh, I do not want to like never be invited back. So I'm so, not saying it. Okay.
2: My point is that Melfurian and Tyranda are one of the few like they're very well known characters. It's well established that they're. I think they're married technically. Yeah. You know they like. They're like they can show them together on screen as like this never-ending love thing, right? We don't really see that with any other character. Like we have Agra and Thrall, they're gone. We don't really have anybody else that's set up with anyone else. So yeah, Mia to, like, and Gen. But we don't like, see much. What?
4: I said, we got we got Mia and Gen. Are they? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're. I think. They're mar- they're but we mar- never, yeah, see, yeah, but we never see them there. together.
2: But right, because nobody knows right. who Mia is. Like she's not I've, a major like, I've chair. never heard of Mia. Yeah, just not, she's not. She's not. Play though. the Oregon
4: starting zone.
2: Yeah. yeah,
6: I
4: didn't even know she was in there until I played. I was like, oh hey. Oh
6: yeah, she, she like, oh, hey, hey, real. have you
2: exist. Yeah,
4: but I just I just, okay. I just yeah, feel okay. like there's a certain way about you know communicating that bond instead of. Tyrande saying, where are you, my love? Every time Malfurion in trouble and her coming to the rescue. I mean, that (laughs) kind of makes that does harken back to work to their history and Warcraft three, where he was taking druid naps for 500 years at a time or whatever, and she was kind of leading everything. But in the end, they still teamed up and stood side by side and fuck shit up together. You know, in the end, she wears the
3: pants. Well, she she does. She She does. They both
4: wear a dress. But like, that's not the point. <laughs> 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 I mean, where was she during Telgusil? Isn't she supposed to be like? Yeah, we're, know, that, that's leaders? what I wanted like. Was she,
2: so she went to Storm. They were, yes, the the night elf fleet was down in Silithus, and actually, they were going down to Silithus. So if you go to the Alliance side of this, this is what you find out. Because as a Horde player, you're like, where are they? Like, I know they're in Silithus somewhere, but it turns out that their fleet was halfway down. The coast to go to Silithus, and they turned around when they found out that Horde were going through Ashenvale, and so that's why it takes them so long. But also I'm like, wouldn't that take you like weeks or months to get here? And so yeah, how how
1: it's I hard to execute.
5: Still, even oh, after she gets gosh. Malfurion, what happens? She 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 takes it, yeah,
1: she takes him to, to Stormwind. Stormwind to recover, and she basically leaves. You know, because then she tasks you, the player, with you go and what she says like make like, the uh, th- that wording the was horrible, is, like, like I, intolerable my, is like her her point there is that I think at that point her understanding is that Teldrassil is lost. Yeah. My, and all that they can do is just sort of cooperate with the horde to minimize the casualties on their side and presumably she's going to stormwind and they'll plan whatever they're going to do at that point but at least she and malfurion aren't captured so what were you gonna say cavo
3: my favorite part of the alliance storyline when when malfurion and toronto were together like toronto's like holding onto malfurion she's like i got my hearthstone set to stormwind
4: we'll just go over there and i'm
3: like Oh wow, leaders—they're just like yeah. us
4: with Hearthstone. Yeah, she did actually. Didn't she actually say like, "I have a Hearthstone to Stormwind" or something? That's what I. Yeah, just like, said. she actually said that. Like, I thought that was kind of funny.
3: Yeah,
2: I mean,
4: yeah, I was like, oh, that,
2: that, as someone that hasn't played it, I find this. Very hard to believe that she just up and leave her people. She's like, oh well, my greatest love is, you know, dying, presumably in front of me. But, you know, there's only what would you say, like 891- 80,0. 982. <laughs> 982. Well, she does state
3: of- she does they do there is a standoff between Turanda and Saraphang Yeah. In this like this fight here, where it's same as the horde side one. So right. you've, you've already done the horde side. So 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 she gives him a choice, but he also gives her a choice. Right. Says you could either go back to Teldrassil, to get with your people, but then also end up dead or captured, whatever way Sylvanas wants to do it. Or you can escape now with your husband.
2: But I feel like it's one of those things where she's like, okay, if I just surrender to you, right? Like, I feel like this could have gone instead of just, like, her running away. That feels very
4: not, not Tyrande.
2: Because she's very, she always yeah. sticks up for her people. She always comes in to fight. Like, I don't know. That was, like... Hearing you guys discuss it, because I saw that on the, the hard side and I was like, she's just running away with yeah. She's
4: like, no, like, like I was talking about honestly. yo-yoing characters. She's one of the worst yo-yoers of all the characters. Like yeah. she you know, she was the badass that we know in love in Warcraft 3, and then she tolerated everybody else. And then Pandaria, she was shown to be rash and reckless and give zero thought. That and was terrible. I they hated that.
2: that. They, they actually came out and said that they made they read Condor character there just to make Varian Rin look better. And I was like, Which, I which in
4: my opinion, they didn't have sure. to do, but like, no, yeah, they didn't, but it was they disappointing. And like, I like that they acknowledge that because, like, yeah, I, I love my boy Varian, but like, you have to respect Tyrande and who she is, how long she's been, how established she is. And then, like in Legion, she was a wishy-washy mess, and then now it's like, what the hell? So it's like, who is Tyrande anymore? You know, but
2: yeah,
3: yeah. there's a lot of there's a lot of identity crisis. Oh,
4: right I think the part is of her
2: troops, all of her troops, just abandoning her people in general. I found that it was very difficult.
4: I think like, Parva's new writers, to be honest.
2: I mean, it's possible, but I mean, I feel like people that write Warcraft must have a good understanding of it, at least to a degree. In my personal opinion, like they're not going to be like, yeah, let's hire someone that's never read a Warcraft novel. That sounds like a solid choice. Like, I don't think so. Um, you also have
3: you I, also I, still have a story team that's overseeing everything too. Yes, so, talent, yes, implying, and implying checking because one thing I did not like from any of the people like hating on the writers was focusing all their attention on christy oh
2: no because she had so little to do her with this
3: she she um she came in before this whole harp stuff was like even out but that they've been planning it before she even got there
4: they were in development yeah. before she For- came on last year so
3: well th-
1: that's th- the problem is that people like people before they thought like Metzen because he was such a visible face of the game that like, he was responsible for everything that happened and he oversaw a lot of it, but he wasn't like singularly responsible for it. And now that he's gone, we're people are still looking for that singular face of the game. We know Ian, but he's more of a systems and gameplay face. Like they, they, they don't, associate him with the story and so like christy comes in as a, you know a master of the narrative and they think that she's in charge and she's not and it's so Alex it just sucks it? that her her you know that, that she kind of stepped into that and I, i've heard other podcasts where they've said like oh christy's the new medicine and it's like no she's no. not she's not and it's 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 frustrating it's frustrating because I mean, you know, normally, I mean, it doesn't have any real consequences, you know, and she gets a lot of praise heaped on her and rightly so. But then she steps into something like this, completely not her fault because people don't understand how a company like Blizzard is actually structured. And then she's getting, you know, crapped on all over the place and it's terrible. And I have to say, I feel very lucky. I feel very lucky because when I've looked on Twitter and I've gone on other forums and stuff, I have not seen anybody crapping on her i've only seen the people saying hey everybody crapping on the developers stop doing that i've only seen the people coming out in defense not the people actually yeah. doing it so i think i'm very lucky in that as far as you know the way you know my social media is a vocal minority
4: thankfully yeah right
1: but but that that said though the people that are doing it just stop because yeah. you're, you you're, you're you're, you're, you're making you're
3: making the brand look bad you think you think you the whole, you, you're also saying like oh you're making this franchise look bad for writing it like this you expletive no, you're making the fandom look bad because yeah. we're what you're we're you're we're allowing this technically at first to happen. And she even says like before it's like be civil with what you're like trying to say to us, and right off the bat gets called the B word. It's,
4: yeah, it's hate and stuff. Yeah. And again, it's this tiny vocal minority, but that still speaks so loud. How about and you guys
3: how how about this? Yeah. How about you guys come out to BlizzCon, say it to the developer's face?
4: Yeah. Come on, let's have, do Let's have, see it. I want yeah, to see it. Because if I'm not mistaken, I think Alex Afraziyabi is like a big face in like, um, like story setting kind of stuff. Like say it to him, you know. Like he he's an actual Blizz guy who's been there. Since but, the
1: he, but he's not he's not that. I don't think he's that public on Twitter. he's no, he fairly
4: low key. in the guard. Probably because he is the one making all the decisions. Probably. He's
3: the You can <laughs> also the we need to go. You after. can also say it to Metzen himself too if you want. Because uh, Metzen's not even on the team they anymore. They planned the story before he left.
2: I mean, yeah. how much... I mean, he was how much working did on they, Overwatch like, then. ...change, though. That's one of those things that we don't know. Like, Madsen may have helped do a brief outline, but it might be like, okay, here's the outline. Like, the Legion... Oh, we go to Pandaria, and then we go back in time, and then, I don't know, let's uh, let's let's have the Burning Legion invade, and then um, old gods and Ajara, and, like... Everything else. You have no yeah. idea. Like, that might just be... Let's a, make a old characters time. go
3: crazy. And, and not p- necessarily like the story aspect of it either. I'm also talking about like Twitter aspect of it too. He's the one that told them all, Hey, back yeah. off. Yeah. So like, if you came up to Mets and start complaining about it, he's going to probably deck you in the face. Yeah. Number one, he's got a and crap
1: then, neck now. He ain't doing cr- shit.
3: <laughs> and then okay. I also saw some people that said that they were, I'm not going to name their names on who they, who said it, but they, the, the, the they literally said, this is why Metson left. He saw where it was going. He was like, F this, I'm out. This is stupid. I'm like, no, he didn't leave for that. He stated that the only reason he left was because he was comfortable where the company was going with the story, also to spend time what with his, his family. family. And wasn't there like a mental issue as nobody,
1: well? Nobody, nobody ever actually wants to spend time with their family. That's always a cover story. <laughs> and he clearly oh, knew. He seems like sure. a look at that clear, beard. He, the only family he's cuddly. The only family he wants to spend time with is his in-game family. And he's going. He's using the bronze dragon to go back and
4: visit the old night elves. So I can tell you that. He right is going to be playing a human paladin in classic. I bet you money. <laughs> yeah. No. No. His, his like one of his mains was actually human paladin. But anyway, um, he's he's got a cuddly face and a nice beard and a friendly demeanor. I see him being a really good family guy. Look at that beard.
5: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would just like to see them not destroy older characters. Yeah. Well, I think they... the
2: biggest problem I have is the rate at which they're destroying characters but not replenishing them with new characters. So, like, one of the things that was interesting was Urel, right? I was like, oh, she's an interesting character, and then they dropped her, which they picked her back up, and this is a spoiler tag, so I apologize. But then she kind of goes crazy. Uh, which which makes no sense to me. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, but that's one of those things where it's like, okay, we lost Vol'jin. But no troll has stepped up like they haven't recreated a new character who's like, oh, this feels like not another or a new Vol'jin, but a character that we can attach to that we can say, OK, like I associate you with being a troll leader. Right. Like on the Horde side, we're starting to pick off all of our leaders and we're not replenishing them with new characters. And I think that's one of the big things that needs to happen. Like I
3: will just say I'm without spoiler, some of that gets answered in the expansion. I'm sure so
2: it does. But I just mean like all, overall, it still hasn't really Are happened. You? Uh, I I don't
1: I don't necessarily agree. I I feel like it's a little bit um simplistic to be like oh like you know like Volgen died, we need a new leader of the trolls or like Sylvanas is the war chief. we need somebody in charge of them. Like I get why as a game you want like each faction to have a very specific faction leader. But I think right right, but I I feel like overall I mean, they had no problem staffing that table in the in, in for the feast in the cinematic, as far as p- the characters they put there. You see somebody like Leodrin, who I mean, tech, yeah, Lorthamar still in charge of the Blood Elves, but Leodrin has really kind of been getting more and more prominent of a role as far as representing the Blood Elves. And I could see at some point, Lorthamar, you know, something happened to him, and Leodrin just stepping right in and taking his spot. And I think that that would be awesome. <laughs> that, that they may not be like you're right that they're they're sort of killing off characters but they are bringing in other characters not necessarily new faces um well i shouldn't say like new in the sense that these are faces we've never seen before but they've brought back calia out of nowhere That's right wherever she shield. was uh, Teralian and Alaria are finally back right. and and doing stuff so All they alliance are characters right they're, well they're, they're alliance Very characters true. but they are changing up the <laughs> rosters a little i want to
4: say it but like yeah like the alliance is getting new people and losing Aside from,
1: they're
5: not
4: losing from Varian, yep. it's they Varian. Varian. Yeah, everyone wants to kill my war chief again.
6: We're not going. I mean, that's kind I of more, I,
2: that, that's kind of, I guess the, the, that's the disparity that I see the most. Right, is that if we bring back or not bring back, but if we bring characters that people know like into the spotlight a little more, that's fine. But it doesn't seem to be at the same rate that we lose characters. And I would also like to see them create more new characters like i know that there's going to be new characters a whole new roster when we go to bfa but it's like for example prince Ferrandis, right in uh azuna right he was a cool character i really liked prince Ferrandis. i'm like dude i feel bad that you're a cool ghost backstory. like i is there something and they i can do? spit
3: on and stuff yeah
2: you know? like he was an interesting character but we're never probably going to see him again like and he had an interesting dialogue with um a Jara, like she's like, oh, you are Prince mm. Frondis. and I was like, oh, dang, son. And he's like, you know, his knees are wobbling, he's like, yeah, no, it's fine. This is fine. I, I got total control of the situation, guys. This is great. And then he calls like, Meteor's Honor
4: and makes and tries yeah, to and I'm make like, her Like you <laughs> 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 Yeah, but well,
2: that's like, I would like to see a character like that return. One that you met, you interacted with, you know, you helped, you did war efforts with them, but then they're just gone. Like, well,
1: if there's if there's two characters that are primed to do that, it's Mela and Phyllisra. Yeah, that's true. Who be, they're allied races now. They're part of the Horde, and there's no reason for them not to show up again. I mean, Mela, I think there's sort of an expectation that maybe she and Bane could, uh, you know, do a little bit more to formalize <laughs> please, their relations. Please. But, no. Please. Why? I, <laughs> I would love just that. Just because they're male and female. I would love lie. that.
3: I... No, because I care about them a room. lot. Alright, as someone who started as a torin in this, wow. I wanna see Bane like get get a lady. And I you know, yeah, Mayla's new, and yeah, maybe it's the obvious choice, but I'd rather have her be that choice. So and it's
4: hard to dislike the torn. Yeah. Yeah, oh Muzi my gosh, Moses like and that's and that's and that's one Muzi. thing about like I was actually gonna do a brief comparison, is as, as risky as it is, of the horror to the United States. And how, like, we get painted as how we're represented by our leaders. I'll just keep it vague like that. But within it is a lot of differing opinions and morale. Like, the Alliance seems overall generally on the same page, kind of. Like, the Horde, like the Forsaken, don't have the same moral alignments as the Taran, who are not aligned like the Goblins. You know what I mean? Like, there's a lot of variation there. It's hard to dislike the Taran. You know, best example. It's like, I wonder what, you know... The other leaders of the Horde are thinking about all this right now, and especially the Nightborn and the High Mountain Tarn, like Mela and Thalissra. Like, the Night Elves were a big part in helping liberate Suramar, even though Toronto was not friendly about it. But, like, they fought alongside the Night Elves last expansion, and now they're Hordies who are a part of this whole Teldrassil thing. So, like, I'm wondering how all these characters are feeling about it, if we'll ever hear their opinions on it. You know what I mean?
1: I, I would just say that, should anything happen to Sylvanas, and I'm I, I I'm kind of split on whether or not I want her to remain as warchief on the one hand. Yeah, she probably shouldn't be warchief, but on the other hand, it's like, it feels too soon to be switching over again. Yeah. Cause it's like every other expansion, we get a new warchief, but I'm thinking that the Lysra of everybody currently in the horde, I think would be an interesting choice for warchief going forward. If we need to replace Sylvanas, that, that would be pretty and, out. of I wouldn't say it's
4: bad, but it would seem extremely out of left field. It was like left she field. just joined yeah. you now. She's the worst chief. It would be like a seniority thing. Like if I was a part of the horde, I'm like, really, new guy. No. It's like being it's like being in a company for twenty years and having like the new you know general manager being like ten years younger. only more, you know what I mean? I mean, are is you it, well,
1: one, yeah. no, no offense, but I don't think Gallywix is
2: Gallywix. a real
1: a, a serious candidate. The only person <laughs> no, who's not the only person who
3: has like as a
2: goblin. Yeah, no, as, goblin, no. as yeah. another goblin, please so. do not inflict that upon us.
4: <laughs> no.
3: I'd rather oh have gaslord than
4: How about just no goblins? For how about how about such a For Warchief I mean. Like goblins for Warchief okay, like I was go, like you go better go back. On, that statement of- no, up. <laughs> <better, laughs> no, no, Nick.
3: you better Those are fight you, you, better words. <laughs> you <laughs> got 3 goblins. goblins. Let's, let's let's, get our trench coat guys. Come on. Let's go. Let's stop
4: undermining Nick. Let's No, but
1: I think I mean really Bane I think is the only one who has any real legitimate claim towards that and he's still a little bit on the young side. and and I'm not I'm not saying that you know, Thalyssra should be. I'm just saying, she's an interesting choice. She has leadership credentials. And I mean, you know, we just pointed out, there's no leader for the trolls. I mean, Sorfang is technically the leader for the orcs and he's old and he's, I don't even understand. Uh, Here's one thing I don't understand is that, you know, we have that cinematic where, where Sorfang's out there fighting outside Lordaeron and he's old, he's retired. He's, he's already said I'm too old for this shit and yet he's back again. Yet Thrall is, like off nowhere. nowhere and like i don't understand like what was the pitch that they gave the Sorfang to be like hey you need to come back that didn't work for thrall that thrall <laughs> just utterly doesn't care at yeah, all i think it's a, like a
4: loyalty thing which you would argue that thrall should have that too but like sour it's is a grizzled war veteran who will always rise to the call of duty so long as he's physically capable Nazgrim 2.0. I'm just saying.
2: That he doesn't actually know. Nazgrim back. He like,
4: could be war chief now. No yeah. He just said right. it right there. He's a
5: grizzled war veteran. Like, you think he's just going to go kick back on a couch somewhere? Like, of course he's yeah, still he's, in the he's, the horde. Like, like, he's, he, he's, he's not going to do anything else.
3: No, we know. We know how he's going to die. He's going to die in battle. That's right, how he's uh, like, too oh, good
4: for his, he's too good for his own good. He's like, he 500 years He can't old. die in battle. Right. Arcanite Reaper, ho. <laughs> like, they, they
5: they couldn't get rid of Sour f- I'm sure Sylvanas is like, yo, look, you're old. You got to go to. He's like, no, I'm staying. It's like, it's like okay, no, no. It's, no,
2: it's
5: like a you part of me. No. Sh-
2: uh, I think sh- Katie was sh- talking ahead,
4: first. Oh, no. I just. I was thinking about oh, right, a scenario <laughs> where
2: Sylvanas is like, I'm sorry, you're too old for this position. He's like, what? but no. Like, you. It's one of those things. I, I would agree that in some ways, I don't think you could get rid of him, even if you wanted to, because he's just like I'm. And then he punches her in the I'm face and like knocks five
4: sh- of her teeth out. and Says sorry. I think you're too frail for this position.
2: <laughs> Maybe not that, but yes.
4: Well, I would say because I th- I still
3: think Sylvanas has a high so. respect of Sarfang still up until
4: she values him happen, as an asset, say.
3: but um, she values... As asset, but he's also a stri- He's also a grizzled war veteran who has, of all the people currently in the horde, ca- like horde leaders club, they have their own c- coats and everything. Um, they uh, he's the second. In- he has the second most experience because she's been around for like hundreds of years and stuff. Right. you know, elf. So he's he's next in line on who's got the best strategy. He would he would be second in command. Bane's not had enough experience yet. I don't even know what Lorthamar will do because I don't really pay attention to that storyline. Sadly,
4: honestly, I would be interested to see his take because, like, Lorthamar actually had a mm-hmm. semi spotlight in Mr. Mm-hmm. Like, he was getting very angry with Garrosh, uh, saying, "Eh, let the Blood Elves handle this. If they die, who gives a shit?" Kind of an attitude. And Lorthamar's like, "No, I'm tired of my people being disrespected." He's like, "We're in this horde," and he actually said, "Like, I may even reconsider all the alliances." You know, being the alliance because he he's like he doesn't like Hellscream's Horde. And then was it uh, Romath or um, Sun Atheist? One of those guys. He says, I think you'd be an excellent more chief. <laughs> and he's like, "Ugh, I may have to come to that. And but I like how he also says, like, I'm a ranger and not a politician. Like, I just I like Lorthamar. He's like a guy who's like, I don't want to deal with this shit. But like, he's still capable of doing it. But he prefers to, like, be cool. And, you know, he's also very sarcastic. You know, calculated. <laughs> and I love it. He is. Like, and I, I love that. Like Jane is like, I'm warning
3: you. I'm going to kill you and all this it's an honor to speak to you, lady. Always a pleasure. That's
6: always a about. pleasure, lady. This Prime. guy. <laughs> yeah, and like,
4: and and I liked, and I liked how he had the fucking stones. And like, Jaina is nothing to be messed with. She's very powerful. But like, when they faced off on the on the on the Isle of Thunder, he's like, "You will release my people from the Violet Hold, or I will cut you down myself." He's got some balls, just saying. So, like, I, I, not that the Horde would take a Blood Elf seriously and the, as the mantle of chief. but I would be interested to see, like, how he would I'd rather have, um, you know, I'd rather like have ha-
5: him over Torn, I'm sorry, I forgot Bane. his name already, Bane Bane, <laughs> Bane. Bane. I saw Kar- I saw Karen in, in chat, and Watch I was like, wait sake. a second is it Karen? Karen's Karen is already his already father did. yeah, Karen's Yeah. I would, his I would father. rather if have Karen 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 was, if Karen was,
3: if Karen was alive though, I think Karen. would have been a too,
5: I think, you know the Torn are too much in line with how Anduin thinks that there would be no conflict. There would be like no possible story ever. Like it would just be like, we might as well get rid of factions now because of course they're going to work together. Like I would much rather see a blood elf. Um And, and you know, I said earlier, like I'm predicting that Sylvanas is going to end up saving Azeroth by the end of this uh, expansion. I do stick by that. However, I'm not convinced that she will remain as warchief. So I do think and I do want her to survive the expansion, but I don't know if she will remain War Chief of the Horde.
2: I don't think this would happen. But what if we got Lightforge Sylvanas? Like they wanted to do that to Illidan, where the Prime Daru was like, "Yeah, like I'm just gonna reconvert you." That didn't work out very well.
4: Oh, and then he, but, but then he blew her up. But, so but I, in,
2: uh, in the novel, I, right? right they resurrect uh Kalia by using light and shadow simultaneously, and they can create a new version of Forsaken. And I think that's a really important point going forward.
3: That was That was weird. weird. Like I was like uncomfortable. Like, imagery. I, just, I was like, she's alive but dead, but not Forsaken, and not Banshee. And I'm like,
6: Yeah. Huh?
3: She's G hold she's on. Like, so she's I Jesus, win. basically, is what you're saying. See,
4: I win. I wouldn't be able to take her seriously because instead of a, instead of a banshee scream, you would hear like an angelic choir, and then she would try to look eat. Then, like she would try to look, e- yeah, it would, it'd be like the priest's prayer of uh, mending animation, like, hm. and then like she would be trying to be intimidating. It's like, but you're too. I don't know. It would be cool, or even that
2: if she was like the the balanced being, right? So she has like light and shadow, perfectly balanced. I don't know. I feel like they could do a lot of, shot cool of
4: light things, and shadow uh,
2: with her, like with her story.
4: She did.
2: She did rise again on the third day.
4: <laughs> this would be the, the, but that that would be the fourth one though. It was like she died. She died in Silvermoon. She died when she threw herself off Ice Crown. She died when Godf- Godfrey killed her in Cata. Oh, this would be her fourth death.
6: Godfrey oh, I was talking about Kalia, but okay.
4: Yeah. Yeah. You know, it said Lady Sylvana, Sylvana's, Sylvana's, Sylvanas dies in, like, three times you, three or yeah, three Valkyrie. but three times. Yeah, the Valkyr had three valkyr up, shot it for not to to bring her back. Wait, what?
3: I say the four times What
1: charm. if? And I'm going to throw this out there, and then we need to wrap this up. But but what if they <laughs> said on the hour of her third death, uh, will be the end? What if they're talking about Calia? Because now she actually could die again, and maybe again. So maybe she's the one we got to watch out for for that.
2: Ooh, that yeah. would be. Ooh, and then be like, or, "Ha! We'll I knew those Menophils it. were bad people. Azeroth, yeah. Take that, Alliance! All your Menophils, From bad stock." <laughs> no, I just. I think yeah. there's going to be a lot that's going to happen, especially with wow. Kalia and Sylvanas. I'm excited to see what's going to happen. I don't want to cast my cards too soon. I don't want to be like Sylvanas is evil because to me, knowing Blizzard, that feels too obvious. Like that just feels like they're like, hey, yeah, come and come take this. I'm like, oh, I don't know. Like you did that to me last time, and I fell for it. Like I don't think I, I don't think I want to jump again. Like I'll, I'll, I'll sit back here and wait and see what's going to happen. So my fingers are crossed that. We're and, and because we still have yeah. the Ajara um, when we're recording this. We still have the Azara cinematic, which is going to come out next week, and so I'm hoping there's going to be a plot twist there because who hates the Night Owls more than anything? Ajara, exactly. Azshara. So I'm like, maybe there'll be uh, yeah. something interesting. Maybe is allied with the Naga, and then maybe the Horde will get Naga as allied races. I oh, don't know. God.
4: And that'll be also, two bitches on the I horde think, that have to uh, hit the I think dirt.
2: Lord but... would totally leave the horde if we did that. It's just look like at Gucci's face. Gucci's <laughs> anyway. face.
4: No, like no,
5: I I do I do like the horde. I, just, I just mean I, I that get like. I, I understand disliking Sylvanas, but it just goes back to her, like stop killing the horde. Like, is there no other possible and like is the only way that she absolutely has to die? I don't think so. Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't, she's too old of a character. I think she's too important a character. I think she's, uh, you know, like a very, she's a fan favorite. Like, you know, everyone, lots of people like her. Even, even now, you know, I know a lot of opinions have changed in the, in recent events, but I think she's, she's too big of a character to just kill off. And I think she needs some kind of redemption. Um, I think she will save And, and, and also similarly, I want to say too, Um, I think Jane is in for a redemption as well. Um, I think Jane has kind of gotten the similar thing as, as Sylvanas where she's like just she's just crazy. She's all about killing. She wants to see the Horde die. I think I think she'll be redeemed as well. I think she'll be a character that I, I think she's a character that Blizzard wants people to love again.
6: Mm-hmm.
3: I mean, I want to love her again and I'm starting to almost love her again, especially since Laura Bailey voices <laughs> her. Um yes. But- and I know you guys talked about the, uh, the 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 Warbringer cinematic like a while back ago already. But her voice singing that song was like just really moving and just making the whole sea shanty as like the whole narrative was just like, that's like my second or third favorite song now over Lament of the Highborn and Power of the Horde.
5: Me so, me, and Nick were actually talking about this briefly on, on Twitter. That's that's what I'm upset about. And and Warbringer Sylvanas. Where was my song?
4: Right.
5: She got a really cool I, I'm going to play the high hardcore. Horn. and that was a really cool song. It was super catchy. It gave me chills and everything and I was like, dude, they're all three going to get an epic song and I was torn. I was destroyed when Sylvanas didn't get a song and I'll be even more salty if Azara gets one. <laughs>
3: <laughs> under the
6: sea. Under the sea. Under the sea. Under the
5: sea. <laughs>
4: oh, oh
3: god. <laughs> but i mean you i mean to counter argue that real quick sylvanas also has one of the most recognizable songs
4: of all of all time yeah, the too.
2: Meant the high burn. so
4: and we'll sing it to you if you bring the locket mm-hmm. so i think
1: she, i think i think that's a good point yeah. to to end on there um we'll we'll definitely pick up with azara next week you guys will all come back next week right
4: yep sure right.
1: if you'll have us if i didn't <laughs> destroy your chat room too much yeah no um no, I, th- I think same same time next week. Yeah, you know, yeah, you know, we'll, we'll 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 figure all that out. We got some uh, some scheduling issues going on, but uh but thank you again for all being here. Thank thank, thank you the three of you for coming out for our 50th episode. Uh, as exciting as that Woo! is.
2: The head
3: streamers. Uh, oh yeah, happy 50. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, also, huge, by the guys. way,
5: congratulations,
1: man. That's we're that's mid- massive.
2: See, we should have set the birthday to 50 cuz then yeah. we would be like, ha, oh, look, we're 50. For our Twitter our Twitter accounts.
1: Well, the, the way I, the way I see it is that it's our, our birthday and we got one big candle. So there, that's go. also
2: good. It was tell yourself. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh my, you're fucking terrible. Your head I like it. I love out. your
5: heads at.
1: <laughs> so, th- so thank you everybody. I know we had a here Katie, clean over. <laughs> as, he, as he brandishes <laughs> over, <laughs> his Doomhammer, which no longer works after Patch 8. You know. So. So, yeah. So thank you guys again for coming out here. Uh, thank you to Jarrett for producing and editing this. I'm sorry this went on for so long and you got so many people on here to edit. Uh, thank you everybody in the chat room. I know we had retro Raven and, and Chris RD and I'm probably missing some other people uh, who are, are talking in there as well. Um, but yeah, it was a pretty active chat room. tonight. So Thank you everybody there for coming out and thank you for listening. Thank you for listening for all what 90 plus minutes now here that we've been going. Uh, we know that uh, and I mean, you know, this is an off week too. You're not even supposed to have an episode from us. So uh, we'll be back next week uh, as uh, as we normally are. We are at Torin Goblin on Twitter. You can also find us at MTB site, facebook.com slash mash those buttons, youtube.com slash mash those buttons. Katie, where can people find you?
2: You can find me at hyrulemaster Master77 on Twitter. You can also find me on the, the Three Goblins at a trench coat podcast with Cavo and Gooch, which is awesome. Uh, so you should also check that one out because I'm sure we will discuss this again there <laughs> um, I'm sure there are more places but I've had a, in a moment where I'm just like I can't even think anymore so go ahead
1: <laughs> right, and Kavo where can people find you
3: well you can find me on Twitter, Instagram Twitch, YouTube, all those places at Kavo350 and just a plug again for three gums and trench coat um, since I finally finished before the storm we we will be discussing on that show too In little detail but you can also find me on patch day with aj over there um at patch day podcast on twitter um there will be a recording this weekend will there like i think it's been like a month and a half are you sure i know look vacations and stuff came up all right
4: yeah that's true that's very true
3: but um yeah so at patch day podcast and three goblins podcast on twitter as well so
4: and aj where can people find you uh, the only place uh, worth a gosh diddly darn to find me is on Twitter at AJ number nine lives. Uh, also patch day. When I, say, I might say the only place worth a darn. i the only place for me solely, but I do patch day podcast with uh, Cabo. Uh, he's the real star. Uh, he does all the stuff. I just come in and give my opinions. It's a great time. Patch day podcast. Watch it. And Gooch, where can people find you?
5: Hey, just like uh, AJ, come find me on Twitter at Gooch underscore the goblin. And for the third time, Three Goblins Podcast. It's a Blizzard podcast where we basically just ramble on about the news and give our thoughts and opinions. So if you don't get enough of uh, me, Kavo, and Katie, come check us out.
1: And I am at WookieBH on Twitter. And I also want to recommend a little known podcast, Three Goblins in a Trenchcoat. You may not have heard of them, (laughs) um, but they're pretty good. So uh, check those people out as well. Uh, You can also find me on wow talk and also on the MashCast here on the mash those buttons network. You can join the mash those buttons community on discord at discord.me slash mash those buttons. Sometimes I like to steal memes from Reddit and post them in there. You can check that out. Uh, you Beans. can email us at tour goblin at mash dot buttons.com. Let us know what you think of Sylvanas, what you thought of the cinematic, where you think the horde is going, uh, how much you paid for your faction transfer, and how many <laughs> characters you had to transfer over, uh, to abandon the horde as it is a sinking ship. Uh, if you enjoyed this episode and would like to help us out, please share it and rate it if you can. Uh, and please stay tuned to hear about our other shows on the mash those buttons network. Our next episode, we, <laughs> we will tweet about that because we have to figure out the scheduling on when the next episode is. I'm not sure. Normally, it's every Wednesday at 1030. We'll have to figure out if that's going to be the case or not. So just follow us on Twitter at Torn Goblin to find out when that'll be. Uh, for Katie and Gooch and AJ and Cavo, I'm Nick. Ancestors watch over you.
2: I'm his money friends.
4: Lotaro Ogar. hey, Hey,
0: let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for choosing a Mash Those Buttons podcast. We hope you enjoyed the show. If you'd like to subscribe to one of our shows, you can find us on multiple podcast platforms across iOS and Android. Just search for the show on a podcatcher like Apple Podcasts or Google Podcasts and hit subscribe. If you can't find us on your favorite podcast platform of choice, just go right to the MashableButtons.com website, grab the RSS feed, and put it into your podcatcher of choice. If you want to check out some other podcasts you may enjoy, you should check out mashosbuttons.com slash shows. For World of Warcraft fans, we have two podcasts, WoW Talk, which is our news and community podcast, and The Torn and the Goblin, which is our lore and story podcast. If you enjoy Overwatch, make sure to check out Watchpoint Radio to keep up with the latest on Overwatch and its community. If you enjoy fighting games, make sure you check out Double Tap for the latest in the FGC. If you're a fan of The Division or looking forward to The Division 2, Make sure you check out Sit Rep Radio. If you want to keep up with the latest at Mash Those Buttons, you can follow us on Twitter at twitter.com slash mtbsite, facebook.com slash mashthosebuttons, and youtube.com slash buttons. We'd also like to have you join our Discord community, so just go to discord.me slash mashthosebuttons and join us for a chat. Once again, thanks for listening, and we'll catch you next time.